WPG1450.com. Fox News Radio, I'm Joe Chiuro. A massive pileup in central Pennsylvania with at least three people reported dead. Reports are varying, but anywhere from 20 to 50 cars in a pileup collision on westbound Interstate 78 in Lebanon County. More than 15 people trapped within their vehicles. Emergency crews don't know the total number of hurt yet. Fox TV affiliate WPMT in nearby Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, is reporting a coroner's been sent to the scene. Traffic on the roadways at a standstill as the crash blocks the westbound lanes and emergency crews and medical helicopters landing at the scene are using the eastbound lanes. No word on a cause yet. Jill Nato, Fox News. Five people are dead after a suspected drunk driver going the wrong way on an interstate in Dayton, Ohio slammed head-on into an SUV. GOP presidential candidates are gearing up for tonight's debate in South Carolina. Ben Carson will appear at tonight's debate. Someone who is not controlled uh, by the establishment. Carson's inclusion had been doubted based on low polling. The rest are starting to turn their attention towards a Democratic nominee. Because the left will fight to the bitter end. They are mean, they are ugly. Jeb Bush on Friday, Marco Rubio thinks it will be Bernie Sanders. If you want to live in a socialist country, there's like 50 or 60 countries around the world that have socialism. Move to a socialist country. But the candidates will still need to face each other tonight. In Greenville, South Carolina, Evan Brown, Fox News. Pope Francis meeting up with Mexican President Enrique Peña Nieto at the National Palace in Mexico City. He was greeted by a band playing the Mexican National no anthem. During his five-day visit there, the Pope's expected to bring a message of solidarity with the victims of drug violence, human trafficking, and discrimination. You're listening to Fox News Radio, fair and balanced. Can you tell if this burger contains bacteria that could cause kidney failure? Listen. Can't, can you? You can't see it either. There's only one way to tell if you've cooked meat and poultry to a bacteria-killing temperature. Use a food thermometer. It's not an extra step or a nice-to-have. Raw or undercooked meat may contain bacteria that can make you very sick or worse. One in six Americans will get sick from food poisoning this year, and roughly 3,000 will die. But you can keep your family safer by using a food thermometer every time. Learn more about this and other important information. Check your steps at foodsafety.gov. That's foodsafety.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Agriculture, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. People in a Baton Rouge, Louisiana neighborhood say they heard dozens of shots early today as police exchanged gunfire with a man they'd been pursuing. Two officers and the suspect were wounded. Investigators will study video taken by dashboard cams and two police cruisers as they try to determine what happened. Politics and the president's proposal to increase taxes on oil, the subject of the weekly addresses. The president says he still believes in hope nine years after announcing his first presidential campaign. Too many people feel like the system is rigged and their voices don't matter. And when good people are pushed away from participating in our public life, more powerful and extreme voices will fill the void. The Republicans' weekly message from Louisiana Congressman Steve Scalise opposing the president's proposal to raise the federal gas tax by $10 a barrel. It's dead on arrival because we stand with the American people who know they're already paying too much in taxes. The president's budget would raise the gasoline tax for the first time since 1993. Chris Foster. Fox News. It's a deep freeze in the Northeast. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio says it hasn't been this cold in Manhattan for 20 years. So tonight going into Sunday, it will get as low as negative 25 degrees, 25 below zero. A windchill advisory is posted for New York. Much of the Northeast is facing similar warnings about the weather, with Massachusetts under a windchill alert until midday tomorrow. Secretary of State John Kerry speaking at the Munich Security Conference today, where he sharply criticized Russia for its actions in Ukraine and Syria. Russia has a simple choice. Fully implement Minsk or continue to face economically damaging sanctions. Kerry said Russia is defying the will of the international community with its support for separatists in eastern Ukraine and its military intervention in Syria. And the USGS reporting a magnitude 5.1 earthquake near Fairview, Oklahoma, 
No damage reported. I'm Joe Chiu, Fox News Radio. Your WPG Talk Radio 1450 AccuWeather Weather Forecast for South Jersey. Wind advisory remaining in effect until 6 p.m. and a wind chill advisory in effect from 6 p.m. this evening until 9 a.m. tomorrow. For the rest of the day, some clouds becoming windier and cold with a passing flurry. Wind gusts up to 45 miles per hour. We'll have an afternoon high of 23, but wind chill value to be as low as 1 below. I'm AccuWeather's Kevin Snyder on WPG Talk Radio 1450. I think if there's a human race here in a hundred years, it will be because hundreds of millions of people around the world will realize they've got to start right in their own neighborhood to make things better. The time is now, and the place is here. Welcome to the Better Coffee Radio Hour on WPG Talk Radio 1450 with your hosts, Mike and Christine. How are you guys? How you doing, guys? Did you hear the weather guy just now? Did you hear what he said? It's freezing. Stop it. I can't even. I can't even. We're working out in the freezing. Well, he he was saying that, you know, it's going to be as low as minus one. Yeah. I, I don't want to know. I thought it was going to be negative 16. Stop it. Maybe tonight. Maybe. I don't know. As long as it's not Monday. As long as it's nice out so I I can work again. Right, right. Did you guys know that Mike is a general contractor? He doesn't really do this as his job. Yeah, no. He does this because it's fun. Yeah. We do the construction because it... Yeah, he does the construction. Makes money. Well, what are you going to do? Yeah, so we can come here. Hey. Exactly. Life is good. So today we got Mr. Bob Fowler here with us. Woo! And, uh... Bob's going to give us some insight on what's going on in his world, and so... How are you, Bob? I am doing good. I'm staying warm. Thank you very much. Thank goodness, How about you guys? Yeah. We're good. We're good. Definitely. And what have you been up to today? What are you doing today? What am I doing today? Yeah, today. I'm here with you guys. All right. And then you have to go home and lay down after? No, no. I'm going to go meet a good friend for lunch. Very nice. Very nice. So you are going to stay out in this coldness a little bit? I'd rather have it cold than hot, actually. Mm, I don't know. It would depend for me. I I should move to Canada. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Where are you from? Are you from here? Uh, I'm actually, um, uh, I was born in Philadelphia. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then... uh, I stayed most of the... Uh, I've lived in South Jersey most of my life. Oh, nice. Uh, I lived in Vegas for a while, but most of the time here. Cool. Hot there. Yeah. Hot in Vegas. I like it there. Never. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind being there right now. Yeah. Just for, just for a little bit. I don't think it's ever bit. cold there. No, I don't think it... At night, they say, it gets cold. I've never been. Never been to Vegas, mm-hmm. so... Really? You've never been? Uh-uh. Oh, you yeah. like it. No. I've never been west of Mississippi. Yeah, I know. Well, we've been talking about that. Like, you where know, are we going to travel? You strike me as a real mountain kind of guy. Like, you know, like out in the... Oh, I do. I mean, and, and, and he's not. And he's not. Snowboarding. That's Snowboarding. It. That's his thing. Yeah, I went, I went, what, camping one time and I was like... Yeah, he started crying. Yeah. And I don't know. Something <laughs> happened. <laughs> something. I don't remember crying. now because they didn't have <laughs> cell service. We didn't have cell... Well, no, because we tried... We, we knew that there was a river, like... What looked to be on GPS 10 minutes away. What turned out to be... <laughs> Nine years. Three hours. And how and much beer was involved? That's what well, I really we didn't want get to, to the. We didn't get to drinking. Oh, really? It was just <laughs> going through the woods, getting lost, and we just like... All the, men. The GPS stopped working, and we were right. just like lost. And we were getting back, and it was like dark already. Right. And how it many men? Bad. Three. Would, Three of you, unsupervised. Yeah. Mm. And that's not going to happen again. Yeah. Remember, we bought you a tent. Do you remember this? Yeah. We bought you a tent. Mm-hmm. And then an hour later, you called me. I was at the shop at Ventner Coffee. And you were like, mm. And then I found your tent, brand new in the box, in the office. Right. That you forgot to take with you. Yep. Where'd you sleep? I slept in a tent. In a tent? Okay. Yeah. Who slept on the picnic table? Mark. Oh, I see. Mark Hendrickson. Not talk about that anymore. <laughs> yeah, we love Mark. All right. Well, th- camping aside. Yeah. So 
Mr. Fowler's with us. Well, you know, the first thing I'd like to say is that you guys are doing an incredible job with Vintner Coffee. Thank uh, you, sir. I mean, yeah, I thanks. think that, like, you've done more in this area than, than I don't know how many people combined. I mean, between the always having acts in your in your coffee shop to to the buzz that people are always talking about playing there and and the list of of great musicians and songwriters and singers that have been there it's pretty incredible yeah, I, mean, yeah. I mean i'm serious i, I mean it's I really it. I, at, at a time we, now where it seems like the industry for musicians is really taking a, an incredible nosedive right um you know, you, you guys are, are some of the few people around here that are still, like, keeping uh, the potential alive for, like, especially, like, up-and-coming songwriters and yeah. singers that, like, have nowhere to go, nowhere, no audience to get in front of. And, uh, I mean, you're supplying something that's, wow, it's really hard I'm to glad. Find. You're making me blush, though. No, but <laughs> you, uh, you you have really have no idea. I mean... Uh, it's I Mike. Mean, you, it's all had, Mike. Well, yeah. Well, no, it, it's, it's a team effort. I mean, and, and it's... And it's really the musicians w- willing to want to get out there, right? And yeah, I mean, and, and perform because um, I, I, you know, I do see the area coming back. I, I see the area. Hopefully, Atlantic City smartened up and said, you know, we gotta go back to an entertainment town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, and, I hope. Um, well, you know, I mean, and we're trying to help on a small scale, and I think we've kind of triggered a domino effect in Good. that nature. Good. Um, you see a lot of the venues, Boneyard's doing a lot of music yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad. Um, I'm glad for that because it draws people else. there. Playgrounds doing musicians in every bar. You know, I have to get up there. Right. I have not yeah. had an opportunity. I'm just busy. Yeah, I was actually there all summer. Um, I was a sound engineer for for the property. Okay. Very for nice. Like, okay. Uh, a couple months worked cool. for uh, uh, Union and all in there and. It was, it was, for a while, it was pretty amazing, especially right. during the summer when it was hot, like Saturday right. night, they'd have a band in every room, yeah. you know, which was kind of chaotic, but right. I think that's what the, well, that's the what vibe I heard. they wanted. How, you did know? You, how did you do engineering for that? I mean... Well, I'm an audio engineer as well as a musician. So, that, uh, so, so doing that, you jump from room to room. You, right. You, you have to, like, time it in a way so that, you know, when they're going on, when they're coming off, what band is loading in. Right. Uh, so it was, it was pretty chaotic trying to no. jump from room to room to room, but... But when everybody was up and running, and then you were kind of in the hallway of what used to be a shopping mall, mm. right? You, you're, you know, it's it's it, the sound and everything. It's trying it was crazy. to balance it. Yeah, well, I mean, you have a country room, and then yeah. you have like a that's like what a, I heard. You have the piano yeah. room, yeah. and yeah. you had then you had a, nice. a, a, a banging disco, you know, oh, yeah. uh, like wow. with uh, dance music and very nice. And then they added a karaoke. Uh, bar and it was crazy. And then they had the big showroom in the back, which right. was a beautiful room. Yeah. Really, yeah, it was very really, nice. Really, really What's nice. left there? Can you still do a little shop in there? Do you yeah, recall? yeah, yeah. Uh, I I don't know how they run if they're if they're running during the winter. I imagine in the summer it'll kick up again. Okay, and yeah. Advance. I, I don't because speak you know them, my favorite my favorite stores yeah, we, over there. We want to get you know the um, Tiffany store. Sorry, did I talk over you? Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. You already got Tiffany. Uh, well, I'm just saying. Yeah, Valentine's yeah, Day is no. coming. Valentine's Day is That's coming. That's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now we're going to go. I'm going to Tom Harris. Oh, are you? Yeah. Tom. Do you not love Tom? And Carol. Tom Harris is a jeweler, custom He's jeweler. A, yeah, <gasps> right on Ventnor yep. Ave. You wearing that ring now? I'm not actually wearing no. it today. No, so he, de- he designed a ring that looked like an ocean wave mm-hmm. with a pearl in it. Oh, nice. For her, oh. for Christmas. It's so yeah. pretty, and yeah. I'm like almost afraid to wear it because it's it's yeah. it's big. <laughs> but I'm afraid <laughs> but I'm afraid that I might knock it or you know. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, you yeah. know, going back to music, I really think the industry is coming back. Um, you know, Carmen does the beach concerts, which is a good thing that keeps the music going. Right. This year, we just got approval last week to do our Ventnor City beach concerts. Where are you going to do it? So it's going to be Wednesday nights. Every, Wednesday. From okay. Memorial Day to Labor Day. Awesome. Um, every Yeah, Wednesday, 7 p.m. They're going to be behind the library. In, oh, nice. In Ventnor. On, on that Avenue. stage You, you build a stage? There, the stage is there. There's a oh, stage yeah. there. They, yeah. they, ha- they used to do concerts like <clears throat> eight to ten years ago. Right. And they would do them every Friday night. They would have a different band. They'd have Danny Iyer. They'd have Dan Burke. They'd have um, the Flynn Band, you know. A lot of, you know, the guys you see, you know, um, Kenny Jeremiah. Sure. You know, those guys were coming out. And then it new commission came in. They canceled all of it. And then well, they I didn't do anything. Was, and then yeah. four, four years, it, like the last four years, it was more 
uh, the Drug Alliance was doing concerts. Right, concerts right. Concerts and Doug. movies. Yeah. Was it Doug? Yeah, it was Doug, Doug and Biagi. Mike Avina. Right, mm-hmm. right, Mike. You know. Good so, guys. But They're n- good guys. then they took that away, and they didn't do anything last year. Yeah. Uh, the city took that away, so then... Well, I think it's just been hard for the city. Yeah. It's tough. Well, the city shouldn't have to really spend well, that. I mean, you know, they can do other community stuff. Well, I understand but that. But I that's... also run a nonprofit. It's called Ventner Tourism. Right. And it's just to bring people to town that, you know, Northfield, Linwood, Summers Point come to, the, you know, to right. Ventner. They all know Ventner, but right. have you really? It's a path pass through town that we're trying to change. Right. Which is why we put yeah. Ventner Coffee on Dorset Ave. So people would have something else to look right. at besides the bridge being up. You know? <laughs> I mean, what else is there? You that, know, that, that was the and, story. And you, you've had show. your share of water on that street. I've been seeing. Oh that. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Did you did you follow Mike on Facebook yeah, yeah, with that yeah, with his man on the street videos? <laughs> they were awesome. Yeah, we had like two three feet of water in, in the middle. Like in the middle of the street it was like about two feet knee high. Right. And. Never got it's, to the shop though, which no, is we're we're up pretty high. Our neighbor unfortunately got six yeah, inches of water. His house oh. in yeah. both storms, he got water. Right. <laughs> oh, well, he's so street level. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. Mm. And let's see, Annette's didn't get any water. Nope. Cheryl didn't get water. Um, but maybe Frankie Gito did he get yeah, water Frankie in his got garage? Water. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. So, but we live on a barrier island. Well, that's true. You know, there's a lot yeah. of talk about what we should do and what we shouldn't do. And right. I don't know. And Maybe then just get pay- some bottle who- jacks and we'll jack up Ventnor Heights in particular. Yeah. And, you know, we'll be good. Yeah. We'll be good. So. I know you have some. But, um, I, uh, what else? So what are we talking about We're talking, here? Ab- it's all about music today. Well, yeah. I guess I'll, I mean, we're talking with Bob, so let's go, I want to talk about. Fowler and Branca. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Sure. Sure. Okay. We can talk about them. Uh, we, uh, Steve and I have been together, gosh, I don't know, 33 years now. Yeah. Writing and playing together. Um, we uh, landed a record deal back in, um, I don't know, mid-90s, early 90s. and uh, Very we, nice. Yeah, we had a, it was, it was, it was nice. It was a good time. I mean, it was, uh, you know, we were on 350 stations nationwide. Wow. And, uh, we did four albums for Silver Wave Records. And uh, we were on the wave stations and we were doing station IDs for, you know, people all over the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, we got a couple top 10 recordings. Cool, cool. It was nice. It was, it was a really good time. And uh, it, it was something that um, I, I wish more people got that, you know, more musicians had right. that feeling of like because there's nothing like the first time as a musician you get to hear yourself on the radio right right i mean you know what a thrill it's a thrill i remember the the very first time i mean i I came out of my house and uh, i got in the car and I, I, I had the smooth jet because we kind of did smooth jet yeah yeah and uh, the the channel on the radio i start up the car and like and i hear my song it was you and i'm like and i'm I'm, you didn't get it well yeah the first couple seconds you're like yeah what i know that (laughs) And I'm and now and now I'm like, who am I going to tell? I'm freaking out. You yeah. Know? Like, and there's no one around. Nobody's home. Right. And I'm like, standing by my car. They're playing my song in the rain. <laughs> so, oh. I mean, to to get that feeling, it's you me. know, back in the it was it was just an so amazing awesome. thing. Yeah. It was really really fun. So, so awesome. Yeah. We uh, you know we did that for quite some time. It was uh, it was it was a good thing. But it uh, you know I I see the the struggle that. Younger me, because I play with some younger cats now. That right, are, you know, more in their like twenties, mid twenties, and all mm-hmm. that. And it, it's such a different business now than it was then. I mean, because back then, I mean, we got a record deal because we simply said like, okay, we got our CD done. Right now, what are we going to do with it? You know, right. we couldn't afford a promoter. Yeah. So basically what it amounted to was you took your CD, you put it in the mail, and you started mailing it to record companies. Yes. Right, right. You know, and then you would hope that somebody would listen. So, you know, we, we sent out a first batch, nothing have second batch, nothing have third batch. This guy from Colorado says, like, I heard your record. I really like it. Why don't you come to Colorado? We could talk. So we wow. got on a plane. We flew to Colorado, and and we met with the owner of the company, and uh, he had already had about 10 artists signed and all and, uh we we talked at length. He you know we went over the contract and all that, and he signed us kind of like within so a couple hours. So the, the record company was Silverwave Records. Yeah, Silverwave Records. Cool. Yeah, cool. and um, they had, they had gone. Now they're, I don't think they're in existence anymore. That was yes, what twenty five years ago or so. Right. But um, they went to all Native American. Uh, okay. After a while, 
you know right. so that's pretty cool too yeah well now your your second album here etched in stone mm-hmm. that also hit the charts as well right yeah we actually got a grammy nomination for that one did you nice. really and what under what genre the same kind uh, of yeah, new age yes. yeah new age new age jazz. very nice we, we were we walked a very funny line we weren't we weren't we weren't new agey enough and we weren't smooth jazzy enough because mm. we we just always kind of wrote what right. we wrote you yeah know? we yeah. weren't we weren't aiming you wrote for what you were genre. feeling yeah yeah that's cool and uh so we we, we kind of walked that funny line you know we still do yeah. <laughs> you know we still play together and we're like in that funny like zone like it's really not quite you know what a jazz player would call jazz and it's and it's too cool to be like kind of like new age music yeah, yeah. so it's it's a weird a fusion to, yeah it's a fusion kind of yeah what do you play what kind of what kind of instruments do you play i i'm a bass player and primarily do you do anything else yeah i play dabble, a little bit dabble. keyboards yeah i mean i run recording studios right so, sure I mean, yeah i have to play a little bit of everything but uh primarily but is you your know, bass yeah you got um, that bass strap yeah. I, I was on your website and even in your in your pictures when you're Working in the studio, you got your bass strapped to yeah. you. That's like, that's like your third arm. I got like 14 basses. And, uh, oh, wow. and, and I live right next door to Andy Lawless's. Oh, so, I mean, like, who's, what a sweet yeah, guy. Yeah, I mean, oh, we're literally next door to each other. My goodness. So, so did you build your own slot car track? Uh, yeah, actually. Oh, I we, heard yes, about we, this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard did, about this. Did. Yeah, yeah, we're still, uh, what do we call it, the Philolysis Speedway? Yeah. Oh, no. Are you going to so, connect it between the two well, houses? Well, you know, we need about a, another 150 feet of track. Oh, yeah, okay. we well, probably we make were it talking there. about sky bridges yeah. just before, you <laughs> yeah. know, you could do something. Yeah, so, Running uh, through the trees. Actually, exactly. Andy and I are working on a record together, too. Oh, great. Yeah, awesome. Very nice. We just produced a tune for him the other cool. day. Cool. Uh, Sweet. Yeah, he's, he's an nice. amazing cat and an uh, amazing bass player. and So laid back. Yeah. Just it's just fun to like get together mm-hmm. with yeah. another guy that lives next door to plays bass and mm-hmm. we just get together and play. Did you cool. work really that, fun. or was that just like it an just ad- a happy accident? Or uh, Well, the guy that used to live there uh, was a guy named Scott Schechter, and he went on to be the, uh, the main entertainment director for for uh, Caesar's Palace in Las Vegas. Ooh. And uh, when he sold the house, he was, you know, obviously looking for a buyer. And uh, and I see Andy, like, pull up. And I said, hey, brother, what are you doing, man? He said, I think I'm going to buy your this house. And I'm like, really? And I said, yeah. And, and sure enough, man. Got, and I, because yeah, I want to live next to you, Bob. <laughs> yeah. I want to live so next to you. So he's been there. I don't know. I'm not sure exactly. 10, 15 years now. He's been okay. Oh, wow. Cool. So, yeah, it's, it's a great hang. It's a lot of fun. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. So, so then we had, we had, um, what, what's the third CD? It's Three Flights Up? Three Flights Up, yeah, which was more of a jazz record than we've previously done. And, uh, and then after that, we did, oh, uh, there was another one after that, too. Called, yeah, it was called uh, Full Moon. Uh, well, no, actually, that was a, a compilation of, like, all other artists they, they kind of mixed us with. Okay. Um, but then we did another one called Real Nice Ride there that, we, is, that yeah. we didn't uh, never actually got fully released. But that was a good record. But uh, never got that out into the world as, as much as we, we did our latest record, which is, uh, you know, if wishes were horses, beggars could ride. Now, yeah. Was, now, where'd that cool. title I come like from? that. That's kind of cool. Uh, I don't know. We were, I, we, we, were, we were talking about the naming the title of the tune, and somehow that phrase came up right. about, like, you know, yeah, well, sure, if wishes were horses, yeah. you know, and I said, let's call it that. Right, right. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I don't now, know. Now, now, thinking of, you know, how you said you, you just mail out the records and it's just easy, you know, then it was, they would pick it up if they got it in the mail. So right. today it's a lot harder. Well, what happened, and we had a record promoter and the promoter would call us every week, you know, for the first three or four albums and tell us how we're doing on the charts, right. how, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it was, it was cool, but... What wound up happening was, uh, for for radio stations, they were pretty much calling their own shots. They were being they were able to like get CDs, listen to them, and say like, let's play this, and they they made up their own playlist. Right. Then a company called Broadcast Architecture came onto the scene uh, up in Princeton, New Jersey, and they took over the whole radio industry. They they contacted radio stations and said, look, you don't need a program director anymore. We will make a playlist up for you, have it faxed to your station in the morning. This is what you'll play. Right. And they based that playlist on pulling people, like, basically off the streets in Princeton and saying, hey, would you want to come sit down in the movie theater and listen to music? And we're going to give you a little knob, and it tells you, like, and the knob will tell you, like, you'll let us know, like, if you really like it, 
it'll be a 10. Right. If you sort of like it, it'll be a 5 and anywhere in between. So, so you got about 20 seconds mm-hmm. of that audience's attention to get their attention. Right. To decide whether or not your record was good enough to be in their playlist. Okay. So our, our album... Which, you know, I, I just had a child. Right. You know, my, my first daughter, Jessie. So we thought it would be really kind of a cute idea to put Jessie's laughing, uh, you know, up front on okay. the very first thing you heard on the CD. Because the song was called Jessie. Right. And it was a nice little, uh, nice little tune. But, but anyway, there's like 15 seconds of her giggling. Like right. it, it kind of fades in. And, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was throwing her up in the air. And she's got this cool little like laugh going on. So, uh, so. Who knew, you know? But anyway, they they wind up like putting the headphones on and they play our first track. And 15 of the 20 seconds is a baby laughing. Yeah. And everybody went, well, that's not music. And I was going to say, zero, how did that go over? Zero. Right, right, yeah, right. So, oh, I mean, oh. consequently, we didn't get that record on the radio because... Uh. Because you know, of the 15-second yeah. laugh. Yeah, but broadcast architecture took the whole, the whole thing over. Right. So, so many people it, were That's very interesting. That what do you think about the, the genre? You know, like YouTube, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff, that online presence. Do you think that helps people, or do you think it limits well, it's, them? Well, it's obviously both. I mean, because on the one hand, um, you know, you can, get, you can be global in a right. heartbeat. And there's been stories, of course, obviously, uh, you know, that you, you can upload a video with a song on it and people can immediately, like, li- latch onto it. Right. And overnight, you can you have a million, five million views. Yeah, And yeah. it's amazing how quick it can translate into, like, getting attention. And then that gets right. you on the Ellen show. And then, you know, that can lead to a whole incredible right. outcome. But for who, a lot of other people, you just get lost in the shuffle. Who did that? You know? Who did that? Somebody. Tons um, of people have done that. Not Taylor Swift. Did Taylor Swift do that? I, I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, I realize that that's not our music. I'm, I'm all I'm all about local musicians. Right, I, I agree with you. But, you just, know, but to to, to it's, use it's that, putting them in the line well, it's a real right. dichotomy now because you yeah. can you can be you can get all your stuff out just like that, but mm-hmm. like not getting paid for it pushes you into a sort of a, a place where now I can only do that as a hobby, mm-hmm. which when I grew up, I didn't, you know, when I was young and playing, I, I, it wasn't a hobby. It was right. my life. Right. Yeah. You know, it was what I did. I didn't yeah. have to worry about going out because it, back in the day in the, in the 80s and 90s, I mean, I was doubling or tripling in Atlantic City every day. I'd mm-hmm. go and play like a, a, an early afternoon hit at say, wow. Bowers or whatever. And then you'd go to Claridge and play at night or you'd play wherever. But there right. were so many gigs. That you know you you could you couldn't not yeah, get it, on a gig. It wasn't a digital age. Though. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. I, I played with Gina Roche at Bally's for what eight years. Wow, oh, like, doing wow. the twelve to five a.m. Mm. shift. Me, wow. Yeah, me, me and Sterling were talking about this last night. He came in to watch a mama's kid that we had last right. week, last night. They're like a country uh, blues band, but he was talking about you know he's. We were talking about like. You know, as a working musician, it's yeah. extremely hard now. right now. It's really hard now. Yeah. But back then, you know, it wasn't hard at all. I mean, right. there was so many. And, and we all knew each other. So right. there, were, there was musicians playing with one singer this week and then another mm-hmm. singer that week. And then this girl would, like, have trouble finding a guitar player. And she'd borrow guitars from this band. That's what and, Jerry Mongori was talking about. Yeah, they, it was crazy. That's what she was talking yeah. about back in those days when they would do just what you, yep. you know, here, here, and here. Yep. And it's it's a shame. And you were making good money, too. I mean, you were making yeah. five $600 uh, a week on one gig. So right. if you could pick up two gigs you were sitting okay yeah you're making doing all right twelve thirteen hundred that's like that's like my biggest gripe like right now on south jersey music hookup on uh facebook they Mm -hmm. have a big group and the big thing the big story right now is like philadelphia and new york big cities like that how they're making musicians pay to play now what yeah yeah you know so you gotta you gotta go if you want to play at um, Hard Rock World Cafe. Right. You've got to sell minimum 25 tickets. At and then give the money that you get from those tickets to, you know, World Cafe or whatever bar it is. Why? And then what they'll do is if you sell more tickets, they'll dish it out. It's, I don't understand that. It's like a split that. commission. I don't understand so that So you got to pay to play. And I'm thinking to myself, well, wait a second. These guys are going to make hand over fist selling 
alcohol and food and well, stuff. Well, that's it. And I mean, when huge, you're paying ten dollars for right. a drink or whatever right. it might be. It's a huge markup. We know it's a huge right. markup. The, the problem, the problem with all of it is, is that you know, you you look at the the students come out of like UArts in Philadelphia, right? Music college there. Mm-hmm. These kids are coming out like in a way that like we never had uh, that kind of education. Okay. I mean, they're all guys my age and uh, that that are teaching young kids like the ropes. Right. And I've played with a lot of these cats where, you know, this this kid's 22 years old. Right. He already knows almost everything I know. And it took me 40 years to accomplish right. that. Right. He can play jazz. He can play hip hop. He right. can play standards. He can play uh, rock. He can play everything. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you can't throw yeah. anything at this kid that he doesn't know and doesn't need a chart for. Right, right, right. And it's really impressive. And it's not its not one. I mean, it's a bunch of kids yeah, that come out of the school. Yeah, it's like Chris Simonini. Yeah, and exactly. Right. Uh, and and it's, it's really impressive. But the problem is, is that like we're in an environment now where like they're telling kids like, look, you know, this gig pays 50 bucks. And you right. think to yourself, well, look, do I want to sit home or do I want to make 50 bucks? Right. But, and consequently, all these all these guys doing this just for a place to work is lowering the bar yeah. for uh, everyone. It in dilutes, the yeah. You know, it's like, imagine, like, you, you, you build decks. You built an incredible deck, yeah. by the way, the other Thank day. You. That looks amazing looking. Yeah, it's <laughs> As a person railings. who built some decks, I mean, yeah. that, that's really good work. Um, but if, if, you, if in your industry... Right people were doing that kind of work for free look uh, you know you pay for the uh, you pay for the material and i'll build a deck for you free because i just want to get you know my experience. my experience known right. around right. imagine how long how long can you do that and survive right. that's true no. yeah. i never looked at it like that yeah. well and that's what yeah. me and sterling were saying he's like you know what if what if i asked you to come to mary lou's house and build her deck for nothing exactly right you know right and we were just talking about going back and forth he's like you know because people keep asking you know all these bands to perform for like nothing basically right you know and i hate asking bands like when we do fundraisers and benefit, right. like we do the toy drive and the bands come out and i say look it's a toy drive there's you know it's a benefit for yeah. Atlanta county toys for kids do you want to do it and that's really the only benefit yeah that nine times we really out of do. ten they're they're in because it's a charity thing but they know you and know, they yeah. get it and they drink all the coffee they want for yeah. nothing what do i care i don't care yeah, but uh, what uh, what I think you guys are doing is is supplying people with a with a platform a to gig. get a taste for what it's right. like oh, yeah. to play for an audience. Right. right. You know, exactly. and that's you know. Right. I think we're small enough that it's not intimidating. Right. But getting back to what you were saying about people having to pay pay to play, yeah. literally. Pay to play. I had a call uh, yesterday or the day before about our open mic and somebody wanted to know if there was a fee. Right. Then I think I had mentioned this to you <laughs> to play well, yeah, to play to come at or yeah, open yeah. mic. There's some venues now that not, are charging the musicians a fee to play. It's, right, it's not a cover just, though. It's insane. Yeah, not a cover. Right. Like if you're coming to the shop and you're walking in the door and whatever, but to put your name on the list. Oh, how much is it? And I'm like, what? Um, it's nothing, honey. It's it's free. It's it's yeah. you know. Yeah. If anything, you're doing us a service by right. showing your talent off. How many people we met directly through open mic nights? It's oh a, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And it's happening all over the place. I mean, I, I, I see all kinds of other states doing a lot yeah. of the same things. Where mm-hmm. open, uh, but the thing is, uh, we have to be digital and diligent to not let m- musicians become something that, like, that's a hobby. No. No. Right. It, it, can't well, be, it should be a way of life, it. not a hobby. That's where, like, we do our Friday nights like our headliner night. Mm-hmm. You know, and, yeah. and, and it's a showcase. And we try know? to showcase someone that yeah. we feel is, is yeah. you know. I mean, open mic is really should be for the musician that, one, it, you know, if they're not doing anything, sure, come over. But it should be the musician that needs to break the ice right. of getting in front of the stage. Right. You know, get yeah, in front yeah. of people. That's what open mic's for. That's exactly you know? right. Yeah. Um, we do our Tuesday night jazz jam with Sterling. Um, and that is, you know, oh, that, so gives much the, fun. that gives the opportunity for the younger, you know, musicians right. that didn't have that schooling but are yeah. still learning and they get to play with real professionals. Yeah. And right. Well, get when that you experience. say that, I think of Brad, of course. Right. Brad. You know, Brad's so a freshman, we ha- we I think, this, in high school. We have this kid. He's like 14, 15 years old. Mm-hmm. Sterling and Ken Joniak call him the bass prodigy. Yes. They he can plays give him bass. a tune, any jazz tune any really any song and they say come back next week 
and play he it with us. He learns it. And he learns it like that. <laughs> Ken, Ken Joniak, he's like, here, here, just here, plug in right here. I'm going to go over there. Yeah. You know, and yeah. he's just a sweet kid, local kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if it was not for Bob right. or Ken, we would have never. Yeah, and, and like, so right now he's playing with Ken Shiles and mm-hmm. Sabone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah they're doing, player. they're doing, where were they at? Were they somewhere last re-raw night? Last they were at night. Re-Raw last night. Yeah. His mom was posting pictures on Facebook of them with Seabone. Yeah. And who's, uh, I don't know, do you know Seabone? She's a lovely I, singer. Well, Seabone plays in the same band that I do. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So we what am I, you know? play in the Eddie Bruce Ah, yeah. yeah. uh, yep. very nice. Yeah. That voice, yeah. she's got yeah. that. Well, you know, she gets that from her mom. Oh, uh, you yeah. think? Yeah, yeah think? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was, I saw Jerry the other night at uh, was it was open mic on Thursday, mm-hmm. right? And I was she was only going to stay for a little while. I think she ended up staying for like an hour, right. <laughs> but she was only going <laughs> to stay for a little while. But I was hoping she would get up and sing. Who? Jerry. Oh, I always whatever well, comes she, out yeah. of her mouth is fine by well, me. Jerry, Jerry and I go back probably almost as as long as I can remember. I mean. I was playing Tony Martz and Jerry was playing Bay Shores, and I'd, I'd I'd get on break and I'd walk across the Bay Shores and she'd be performing. Yeah. I mean, she had one of the hottest bands in the in the area. Back That's what then. I it hear. Was, it was crazy stuff. Definitely. Yeah, yeah I mean, definitely. they were the band to go see. Yeah. <laughs> well, Still she, are actually. Well, she, you know, people want to see Jerry and they want to experience it. She's coming. Oh, is she coming? Yep. She's coming to the shop, right? The yeah, end she's of the month? playing February 26th. That's a Friday? Yep, it's a okay. Friday. 8 o'clock? 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock, yep. okay. So but at Vendor Coffee, yeah. by the way, that's where she's playing. So <laughs> today... Vendor Coffee, Vendor Coffee, Yeah, Vendor something Vendor Coffee. So today's feature song... Oh, yeah, we have We're going to do If Wishes Were Horses and, you know, Beggars, Beggars Would Ride. Would ride. Yeah, let's awesome hear that. So we're going to play it. You, you good, Chris? It's rock.
that was awesome. I love that. I love it. Yes, Thank like you. I said, I'll, I could I'll, listen to I'll, that all day. I'm 36 years old and I love it. Do you really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're that yeah. you're that age group. I am. What's, I your, am. what's your target age group, Bob? 25 to 65. Mm, no. you, you mean for our music? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, because Do we you started doing this a or? long time ago, we, we used to get a lot of letters and uh, yeah, fan mail and stuff like that from nice. people. Uh, the company would forward us. A lot of people would tell us the funniest stories. Like one, one, one person. Well, actually, a couple of people said they conceived their children to our music, and wow. they wanted to let us it's know. So it's and, lovely. It's, it's that know. was nice. That's like romantic. Yeah. 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 A lot of people put it on, you know, for dinners and stuff like yeah. that, where you don't want to put something on that's distracting in terms of like you know singing along or whatever. Right. 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 Just like a nice ambient thing to have in the back, you know. That, that sets a mood. Yeah, you know, that, that's what, that's we, what, that's what, what I we like. Going for. That's what I like. Yeah, all our records were kind of like that. All right. I, so, I was just going to say, do you have any CDs? But I don't have, I don't have a CD. Player. I don't own a CD player. I, I don't have a CD like, player yeah, anymore. That's, the, that's weird, isn't it? You know, I was trying to come up with something. We were talking about when I did the music competition. Mm-hmm. We wanted to make a, a like a compilation of all the m- music that yeah. was featured. Yeah. You know, and I was like, well. But I don't even own a CD player. So what right. else media can you can you do that you can give away that people could just listen to like that whole album? And well, I, I well thought, you like, know they have these little cards where you can you can get a card and it, it, you can go right on iTunes right. and download it. Yeah, I, you can scan the QR code with yeah, your phone yeah, exactly. and you but, can but, get them. But the issue is with is if, for, if I don't know if you guys have Apple Music or yeah. Spotify or whatever. Right. But I mean, the whole world is available to you of music on Very your smartphone. Much so. Like right. there isn't anything that you can't listen to on your smartphone. Very much so. So. That's a whole nother can of mm-hmm. Do it as a digital download. Yeah, I mean, when I when I look at, I get a Spotify statement or yeah. something like that. They're paying zero point zero 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 one two four cents per minute. What? what? Of AirPlay. Yeah. Right. So I mean, what are you supposed to do with like, and you try to subdivide like like how much of how a is fraction of a penny that is? Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Uh, so it's it's insane. I mean, nobody's you're not making money on that end either. No, no. You know what I mean? Well, so you can't sell product because right. nobody plays CDs anymore. Right, right. So uh, the whole music industry has collectively shot itself in the foot. Yeah. And and now it's like, well, who is making? I mean, Spotify is making a lot of money. Oh, Apple for sure. Music is making right. a lot of money. Sure. But are the uh, artists and and the guys that people that wrote this music mm-hmm. are they making the money no no, no. no. because yeah mm-hmm. like pandora um, exactly right you know we we play the jazz fusion mm-hmm. channel a lot and last year last february march when i had some downtime construction yeah i got sterling on pandora right and we you know we put a cd everywhere the peer pressure and mm-hmm. essence of freedom and we got them on pandora and it took three months to put on. Yeah, really. And they they do that. They pay like it's like one fifth of every penny for, you know, a <laughs> yeah, minute for like, every re- air time. What's he making? Bubblegum money? It, it, it's really just it's not even that. Actually. Not right. even bubblegum. I mean, it, it's yeah, it is kind of silly. And they make like off of us. They make ten bucks a month. Yeah, that's true. You yeah. know, yeah. that's true. So and then you. Who who owns them? Spotify. I, I figured know. you would know this. I think it's Google. Is it Google? Go- I, I don't really know. Because that was what I thought. Because it comes right on your Google phone. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a Google phone. Yeah, well, I don't like Android, so I'm not well, talking well, about that. Well, there's a lot of, uh, you know. <laughs> there's so uh, many. Taylor Swift came up and, and really put the brakes on a lot of it. I mean, I, I really think that's a great thing her. that she did. I don't blame like, her. You're not playing my music. Not, yeah. You know, yeah. not unless you're going to pay me. Right. And uh, Apple Music, she pressured them to. And and, and, uh, and they buckled the on it because yeah. she yeah. is who she is. Artists do have power. That's, that's right. the great thing. You know, if they did a collective. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, so with your music, you also, you're a producer, you produce yeah, street life. Uh, uh, well, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, before we get to that, okay. um, the the recording. I run a recording studio called SSR Recording, and uh, I I do uh, local people as well as okay. you know I've I've scored music for film. Okay. Uh, and so you like are that. accepting artists. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm always looking for people to uh, to produce. Okay. And, uh, I've been doing it for a really long time. And, and what uh, kind of music do you like to produce? Uh, I've done everything from jazz artists to uh, to pop, okay, to, uh, you know, and everything in between. Okay, 
done an awful lot of records. And that's ssrrecordings.com. Uh, yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Cool. And you're yeah. over, you're very local. I'm in Smithville. You're in Smithville. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's a great yeah. room. Love so, it. well, then we can definitely let all our musicians, We, as you know, we have many, many musicians that pass through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we can eye up, you know, the good ones. Right. And, you we'll know, tell and them all that about are you. really, yeah. you know, looking to break out. Yeah, maybe we can even do a thing where, you know, artists that you really feel like are making noise, yeah. you know, we can work together and, and get yeah. them in the studio. It, it's funny because. Last open mic, we had this kid, um, we had this kid, uh, Ben, come in, mm-hmm. and he does, uh, what is it like? It's like, it's it's bluegrass, right? But he's just got like such a unique sound to him. Um, it it's was like, just him. It, it gives you, you know, a, you know, when he's doing, when somebody's doing good music, you get chills. Get the little, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, and yeah, your yeah. hair stand up, yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just like it hits you. It's like, wow, this is like really awesome. Nice. Yeah. you know, the, the girl that Steve, uh, Steve and I are working with now, uh, Baco, she's yeah. uh, she's from Russia, well, near Russia, uh, Georgia, oh, wow. and uh, but she's got that Amy Winehouse look and yeah. sound, yep. and and everybody that comes in, like we played last night in Fred's and Fred Nethel's in Smithville, and and people just look at her like, wow, you're really. You're yeah, amazing, you're you know amazing, what I mean? Yeah. Like, and uh, she's got that whole thing going on. So, and then she found us by playing like out in Atlantic City. We were playing in front of Convention Hall last okay. year. Okay, yeah, yeah. And she just came up and said, "Like, I want to sing with you guys." And nice. usually you're kind of like, "Okay," you know. Yeah. But then I went to her website and went, "Wow, you're you're really special." Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so more of that you digital. Got going on. More of that digital. Yeah, I yeah. know. It just it's just it, it should pan out to more than just like exposure, you know. But anyway, uh, but but the Street Life concert. Um, we, uh, Melanie Rice and myself and Nina Seufer, uh, uh have been working with the Hanson House Foundation. Uh, actually, it's called the Hanson Foundation. Uh, org, and they provide. Uh, oh, it's actually Hanson Foundation.org. Hanson Foundation, New Jersey. NJ. New Jersey, yeah, that's right, yeah. NJ. Yes, NJ.org. Yeah, so uh, they're doing incredible work with people who, uh, you know, have uh, drug issues, addiction issues. Mm-hmm. You know, they, mm-hmm. they, they have different serenity houses and Hanson houses yep. and where they take you in and get you back on your feet and, and get you back to, you know, having a normal life. You right. Know? Uh, Jennifer Hansen in particular has been doing an incredible job at this. So we, she approached me and, um, I am, um, God, it's t- over 10 years now. Wow. I wanted to produce a song that she had wrote, written with right. friend. And, uh, that song street life had become like the catalyst for an entire concert. Cause after she recorded the tune, we, you know, she said, we should do a concert. And, and right. so that whole concept like took off. And then now the street life concert at Harris is, uh, we're in our 11th year. Yeah. And, uh, that's going to be on June, June 8th. 8th, June 8th at yeah. Harris. Yeah. In the showroom at Harris. And what is the songs in the key of life. Yeah, this well, we we've been doing a theme thing, uh, okay, which uh, which has really been a lot of fun. We've done like other artists, and this year we're going to do Stevie Wonder. So basically, you're you're going to see all the people that a lot of the people that come through your place. Yeah, you know, yeah. uh, Jerry Mangori, uh, Gina Roche. Mm-hmm. I mean, the list is endless. Of, yeah, of, of I mean, Danny Iyer has been involved with it. You have Andy, uh, you have Sterling, Sterling, Gina Roche. Uh, yeah, Gina yep. Roche. Yeah, um, more than forty. Yeah, we, we singers, musicians, exactly, and they donate their time. Yeah, we. All, That's what I yeah. like, you know. For I mean, this, this is this is well, this for is a, real, a yeah, this is this is, this is a fundraising event, right. For them, because what it does is uh, they well they, helps them provide they, more. Yeah, service. they they provide services to their clients uh, to to live a healthy, a productive life in recovery. Right. Yeah. So the money that so, we make for for the concert goes towards all the that's the people wonderful. that you know for more housing and Should, stuff to buy for the houses and right. very yeah. nice like that. Yeah, because they don't they don't. I don't I don't know the logistics, but like there's no insurance involved. It's insurance all insurance meaning like like if you're an addict and you want to go to rehab, there's really no insurance. Uh, not that I know of. No. Right. right. It, it's <laughs> no. you I think know, it's a it's, private. And yeah. yeah, and they have to fund the money and mm-hmm. get fundraising for, for sure. exactly to yeah. help all these people. Yeah. Yes. So it, uh, it, it's a it's a big undertaking for Melanie and Nina and I because you're you're, you're looking at having sometimes twenty twenty two acts mm-hmm. uh, oh, in wow. in a two to three hour period. Yeah. I was there last year. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, you know, between the crew at Harris, which has been incredible to right. us. 
it, it's an undertaking. Yeah. I mean, these guys are shuffling. I mean, yeah. you, you know, when you when you go into a theater like that and and you sit down to see an act that you've come to enjoy or whatever, you know, they, they come in, they tech it in the day before. You know, it's all everything is like by the time show the curtain goes up, it's like it's all been sussed out. Everything is right. like you. But with us, it's like there's an act, and then okay, here's another act, and here's another act, and it just keeps going and going and going. And uh, and and at that point, it's like these guys are scrambling. To wow. Like, get this all to happen. So, how many seats do you know? I oh, I want to say around twelve hundred. Wow, I think so. That, that's going to be. I thought it was more. It seemed like more. Well, uh, you know, I don't really because the they had the theater. upper balcony. Yeah. But we want to yeah. pack the house this year, don't oh, we? Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you should yeah. consider yeah. buying a, a ticket. And it's not expensive. Right. $25. Yeah. That's yeah. it? That's it. Yeah, to see all seating, this yeah. amazing talent, 25 bucks. Yeah. And, and it's, you're, it's, that's got to go really all day, show. too. It's yeah. going to go all day, right? What? The the event? The event. No, it's two to three hours. That's it. That's all? Yeah. yeah, yeah well, so what happens? What time does it start? Well, what happens is the group of musicians will each, each musician will take a song that was done by Stevie Wonder, and they'll, and they'll perform that song. Right. Yeah. So in, they're all going to do us, you know, in their own style, right? Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. I'll and bet you we know a lot of people. Well, that's what we were saying. Yeah, we know, you know, you know a majority of musicians coming through. It's going to be a yeah. lot of fun. Oh, it's it always is a lot of fun. I mean, it's it's For kind sure. of like Is it nerve-wracking setting up, though? It, well, it's, it, it, you know, you, you sit down and see a two-hour, right. three-hour performance, but but the the, the time it takes yeah. to make that happen. The coordination is, alone. Is, is I, I don't have yeah. that attention to detail. I don't and the think. first couple of years, we actually did a CD to sell at the concert. Right. So all the acts that performed would come in and record right. the entire performance, too. And then, of course, it had to be pressed and do Which is lovely. That was, um, yeah, was. We had to find out if they're going to put it up on YouTube. Do they have? Oh yeah, there's lots. They do. Of they yeah. they okay. do the lots recap after. Okay. Yeah. And you, you know curious. you can find the musicians, but if you go to their website and you go to the Street Life concert, you can go from there to YouTube and okay. yeah. watch all the shows. Lots of performances. You know. When maybe when we're done, we can post it on our Facebook page so people could click right to it. Yeah, we right will. off of yeah. our Facebook page. So you go page. to you can go to facebook.com forward slash Vetner Coffee, mm-hmm. and then we'll we'll provide you guys a link to Street Life concert. Right. And you know they also have sponsorships. If you're a business oh, out right. there, mm-hmm. you can you can get a sponsorship. Yeah, and I think at the uh, what is it, hundred and twenty five dollar, hundred forty dollar level, you can actually. There's a, a wonderful party afterwards. Yes, upstairs. I went to that party yeah. last year. We took the entire Ventner Coffee crew last year, yeah. right? And we did that whole experience, and it was yeah. amazing. And just the the heartfelt speeches that the you know the Hanson House. Residents, right? You know exactly. You know that they yeah. gave. Did them. they share their stories? Yeah. yeah. That's oh, that's yeah. great. So you got that experience, and you right. really. So you, know, you understood what you were right. doing. Yeah. You're right. donating yep. to this. So, I'm. You watching the clock? I'm watching the clock. Are you watching the clock? Yeah, I'm watching the clock. Okay. So. So what do you have to do next? Since you're watching the clock. Well, I well, I, I, I hear that somebody named Mike is going to help us with the video this year for the concert. Yes, yeah. There's this this no. guy that does some video and graphic <laughs> design. Who's standing right next to me? Yes, oh. yeah. We're gonna we're gonna do an intro video. We're gonna do a promo video, um, and you know we're gonna meet with Melanie and yeah. try to just brainstorm. Um, one of the other ideas I don't know if you could do is if we had a projector down on the stage mm-hmm. and had uh, piano keys projecting on the stage right that maybe i don't know if it can go to the audio just from the sound uh that's something we have to suss out in the meeting right. i mean uh visually you probably only see it from the upper right what if yeah. you put a camera up there right yeah. well i know because i know like jean genie she's a friend of ours jean annalini sure yeah, she's on the film crew and mm-hmm. the, well i guess the whole crew yeah yeah and she was you know i seen her running up and down and left and right and here she's I very like, creative yeah so, I mean. but with the video, we're going to be doing, I'm working on an intro video about the show. It's going to, you know, like you said, we could play it in the hallway or whatever, but we really want to give this show like the best of the best for mm-hmm. video quality. For sure. And my training comes from doing work for General Motors and mm-hmm. um, what else have I done? I've done countless Everything. dealerships tourism. and tourism yes. and music concerts and mm-hmm. oh, it's gonna be so, great It'll yeah take it to a whole nother level yeah Hopefully. And, and i'm doing like a little web video that'll promote the day of the event 
right. which will be something a little bit more different. Right. Yeah. To get the word out yeah. for all people there. But it's all in the works, and I showed Bob today the rough, rough draft oh, that's of the what video. You guys were yeah, doing, right, right. Yeah, just the concept of yeah, it looks amazing. The opening. We mm-hmm. so appreciate you coming today, Bob. Oh, it's very nice. Thanks for having you. me. It's great. You guys are great. Oh, he's too really nice. Trying. He's no, too you're, nice to you're us. You're doing more than trying. We've got about five minutes left. If anybody wants to call and say hi to Bob or just give us a call and has hi, any Mom. questions. Yeah, it's a yeah. 609-407-1450. <laughs> so um, I, wanna, I have to announce some of my sponsors. Please. We have Patty Perry Family Dentistry. Love Patty. She is in Linwood. She is at 650 New Road on Suite D. You can go to pattyperryfamilydentistry.com. She has an eco-friendly solar-powered facility where she also has five state-of-the-art treatment rooms, a well-pointed, comfortable, family-friendly friendly waiting area. She also has the latest and advanced technology, so you don't have to worry. She has... Um, uh, she has a full menu of dental services, including general family restorative cosmetic and prosthetic dentistry. Uh, she can do implants, oral surgery. Every patient receives a comprehensive exam, including oral cancer and TMG screening. As always, emergencies will compassionately be seen promptly, and children are not only welcome, but they are celebrated. That's brave. Yeah, that is brave. <laughs> Dr. Perry has spent nearly two decades practicing dentistry in South Jersey area and is proud to now offer her own practice to better serve the needs of her patients. Give Patty Perry Family Dentistry a call today, 609-927-1212, or go to her website, pattyperryfamilydentistry.com. Patty needs a jingle. So. It, it does need a jingle, jingle right? and I don't so know how to, to do a jingle. Me, I can do a jingle for Okay, her. I will, and Patty will, because... Here's another one that we could probably get a jingle for. This is our friend Nicole and Lambros. Yes, they're Greens getting, and Grains. They, they're about a week oh, away yeah, from opening a, up in Galloway. Are, they've been posting on their Facebook page today and Instagram. They are putting it together out in Galloway? there. In, in Galloway. Galloway. At the exchange. 80 West Jimmy Leeds Road. Oh, yeah. good. I'm right in that neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. They're doing an exchange. So it's going to be Greens and Grains, Vagabond, El Coyote, um... Something else. Something else. I can't remember. No, I've got to find I'm just worried. So, I want to be like, I'm all about yep. greens and grains right now. You go 80 West Jimmy Leeds Road. They are the vegan, vegetarian, organic, dairy-free, gluten-free option. Super. Yippee. Super. Yeah, you food. have to go for the smoothies. Yeah. They got the smoothies. They're the only juice bar and vegan eatery in the area. Mm-hmm. They have three stores, two full-time stores, full year-round stores. Great people. So... Yeah, go see Nicole and Lambros. Tell them that we sent you. Yep. And, uh, you the, know, Lambros is a pretty good piano player, too. So yeah, he, he might, is. he could probably figure out his own job. They're open now, 1600 New Road, Northfield. That's where um, you can go to greensandgrainsnj.com and get all their information, see their menus, yes. and check them out on Facebook. And they're very big on Instagram. Yep. So, well, Bob, that's our show. I have pleasure for coming, and yes, I, I uh, thank you me. so much for coming Had out. A great time. Oh, Tonight is you. open mic night at, right. at Venner Coffee. At Venner Coffee, seven thirty. Come on out. Yep. Sign up. We'll have a good time. Yeah. Um, you know, we find a lot of our musicians through open mic night. So, yes. you know, if you want to, if you want to do a gig with us, um, you know, come play. Let's hear how you sound, and we'll look at, you know, some future dates. So. Everybody have a good afternoon. We're signing off. And thank you, Chris. You're the best. I like when he makes the faces at me. <laughs> I do. I like when he makes the faces at me. He's a good guy. How, how's that raspberry latte? Yeah, how's the raspberry latte? Very good. Okay. Cool. Yeah, you can have the raspberry latte. He's going to be up. We didn't talk coffee. Oh, we didn't talk about coffee. Vendor really? Coffee is the best place in the world. Oh, God. <laughs> so, anyway, guys... Thank you for listening, and yes. uh, just uh, you know, don't beat us up too bad on Facebook yeah. about how we sound. Thank you for listening. Tune in next Saturday at 1 p.m. for the Vendor Coffee Radio Hour right here on WPG Talk Radio 1450. Come visit Mike and Christine at Vendor Coffee 108 North Dorset Avenue, just before the bridge in Vendor.
WPGG Atlantic City, WSJO 104.9 HD2 Egg Harbor City, and everywhere at WPG1450.com. Fox News Radio, I'm Joe Chiro. The GOP presidential candidates in South Carolina preparing for tonight's debate. These debates, particularly when they come so close to a primary, can really change the course of a campaign. 2012, Newt Gingrich was going down in the polls. Then at a debate two days before the primary, he turned things around and he won South Carolina. And as Marco Rubio discovered in New Hampshire last week, things can quickly go the other way. For the last few days, Marco Rubio has been far more aggressive on the